welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. You've heard the news, right? Ah, so exciting. Mobile Tech Expo Orlando 2021 is now officially open. If you have heard the episode with Sheldon announcing that Mobile Tech Orlando is going to go and gives you some of the layout. Now, here's what's cool about that episode. And what you'll find out at the end of this episode is a special discount code for you. So grab that discount code. Don't wait. Go sign up today because you might not be able to get in. Now, one of the things you can do in order to ensure that you're on stage with us at Mobile Tech Orlando, go follow the Instagram page at Pints Polishing Podcast. More info to be released. Hey, enjoy this episode. Hey, Mr. Patterson. Yo. Hey, you got a mouthful? Nope. Oh, did you get it all cleaned out? Yep. That's good. Now we can start the opening? Uh, I just ate the pretzel. It's about devoured it. Yep. Oh, okay. Well... Did you have fun at that community event? Community event? Yeah. We had a community event tonight? We did. It was uh, at 7.30 Central. It was the Zoom oh, community, the community pub, pub night. Yeah, the yeah, pub. Well, it's a community yeah, event. Yeah, I was at the pub. I had a good time. That's good. Me too. Uh, I, I think I... Yeah, I mean, I kind of saw you most of the night there. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, that was cool. We got to, like, drink beer with detailers from around the country? Yeah. No. Um, that's a pretty good thing, right? I, I enjoyed it. I did. What beer did you drink? Um, the Sam Adams Jackville Pumpkin Ale. Oh, nice. I didn't move over that when I was still drinking this uh, Wasatch Brewery Pumpkin. The beer from the podcast. Would beer you, from the uh, podcast, which we didn't. Uh, I'm going to rate it now. Let's do it. Let's do it. Are you first or me first? I'm going to go first after you. Okay. <laughs> first and last after me. First after you, man. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, Wasatch Brewery Pumpkin. I'm going three, two. Yeah, I'm gonna go three. Yeah. A little, uh, a little. You could taste the spice, but a little unflavorable to me at the end. I think the other ones in the past have been a, a better beer. Lived up to the. Uh... It's um, spice caramel smooth. The smooth part. They smooth would have is had definite. Had that down. They did. It would have been a maybe a maybe three point two. Oh wait, you say it wasn't smooth? No. It wasn't as smooth as I feel like it should have been at the end. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's, I would say I. Yeah. I would have rated it three point two had it been a little bit more smooth. Interesting. So since I thought it was smooth, that maybe that's why I rated it three point two because I was like, you know, it was almost a little too water. Like Your it just wasn't off. flavored Your enough. Palates are off. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. so. You must be hanging out with Cody and Caitlin drinking seltzer. <laughs> Cody hopped on the community pub drinking a seltzer. It was nice to see him. Nice to see him. All right, so established in 1986, the Wasatch Brewery has now come out with a pumpkin seasonal uh, rated a 3 by Mr. Patterson, 3.2 by myself. And, uh, well... I'm not sure if Wasatch has a employee issue, but uh, our guest today is having employee problems, and so uh, we take some time, comes on, and uh, I think if anybody that uh, has team members or wants to have team members can definitely relate to a lot of stuff you guys talked about. Yeah. It was a, a very informative episode, so great job, uh, and here's to community, and here's to a great episode. You guys enjoy Hey, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, where uh, we're not sure if Marshall Mathers is the best yet or not. What do you think? What are you, what are you getting at already? Well, I mean, I was listening to Marshall Mathers earlier, and really you know, he's not fun. a big fan of Will Smith. And I'm, I mean, I know you're a huge Will Smith fan, so, I mean, are you, are you a Marshall Mathers fan too, or no? I like Will Smith's movies. I never liked his music. Oh, so you're going to go Marshall Mathers over Will Smith when it comes to uh, music? Yeah, I think they should swap roles. Eight Mile is incredible, but still Will Smith's a better actor. So Will Smith in Eight Mile. Plain. I don't know that he would fit in any character in that movie. I don't see... 
I don't yeah. see him in that movie. I don't see him either. Not a good role for Will Smith in that movie. Yeah. Well. There was a reason why he wasn't in that movie. Any real slim shadies, please stand up. Wow. Wow. There was a song that was jamming earlier. Mark just stood up, guys. I did. He just stood up. I used to love that song. Uh, so, we are now on week two of Pumpkin. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and... No, it's week three. This is two. Is it? I think so. Two or three. No, we had Jacko first, right? No, we had one last week. Uh, or was last week Jacko? No, we had one no, last we had week. One last yeah, week. yeah. So this is week three. All right, we are in the Wasatch Brewery. Uh, pumpkin seasonal. Wasatch Brewery. All right, ale brewed with pumpkin and spices. While we're pouring our drink, uh, let's uh, let's check in with what frosty beverage our guest is drinking tonight. Um, water. <laughs> water it is. Give me some water. <laughs> I know, I know. We we know you got you got to get up early tomorrow. Can't drink. No worries. Uh, we will drink extra for you. All right. So we got a five percent pumpkin ale. On 10 IBUs, that's interesting they put the IBUs on there. I usually don't see that. Uh, brewed with pure pumpkin and the finest barley. Uh, spice, caramel, and smooth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. is it? All three. All three. The smooth part, it could be a little smoother, but All right, community. definitely got the spice and the caramel. Mm. You could smell it. Like, as soon as you're about to drink, you could smell it. Mm, yeah, but it's not, it's not, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but you can taste the spice and the caramel. You definitely can. But the smooth part, not so much. You can. Jason, uh, yeah. we are going to continue to enjoy this pumpkin ale, but we would love for you to introduce yourself. Uh, tell us, uh, tell us a brief, brief background. I know you've been on before, just so other people yeah. that uh, are tuning in, that they'll know who you are. So I am Jason Williamson. I'm the owner of Showshine Solutions in Northeast Connecticut. I've been detailing cars for, I don't know, probably easily 10 to 15 years, you know, um, on and off, you know, here and there. Um, started this company about three years ago. Um, and, you know, we've been you know pretty successful so far, um, you know, um, and uh, doing well this year too. Uh, doing real well this year, um, you know, especially with COVID. You know, we've done, you know, we've done really well. So hopefully, hopefully that stays. Looking to move into a bigger facility too. Hopefully. Right. So you're shop based only, right? Yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, I do some mobile stuff. Like if there's a particular customer who um, doesn't want to let something out, you know, right. or or doesn't want to, you know, they have like a, a collection or something, we might go to them. You know, or if it's more convenient to go to them, we'll go to them. Oh, remind us a little bit about your background story. I mean, who are you? Who am I? Yeah. <laughs> we know your business. Uh, we know you've been in business for a couple of years and doing well. But, man, we want to get to know you. We're all about community here. Yeah. So, um, well, I mean, uh, we'll start with some other stuff here. Yeah. So I've also, I'm also a union truck driver. I've uh, been driving trucks for 21 years now. I deliver food to one of the largest uh, organic and natural distributors in the country. Um, you know, so, so we do semi, a lot of organic. Semi truck? Yes, sir. Okay. Yep. Yep. And, um, you know, I'm, uh, well, let's see what else. I'm 43 years old. Hell yeah, uh, brother. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. 43. I, uh, I uh, have a, have a liking to my, you know, I have a, how should I say it? I have a, I have a love for Mustangs, you know, for, uh, I have a 86 Fox body Mustang that I restored and oh, nice. built. What color um, is it? It's a, um, it's a, it's a red, but it's like a, it's a, like an orangey red. Gotcha. Um, it's hard to describe. It's like a pearl orangey kind of red. It's, it's really cool looking. It's, uh, so custom paint then? Um, it's actually factory, but it's been repainted. Gotcha. Um, and, uh, so it's got clear coat now. It was single stage paint. Right. So now it's clear coat. So, 
you know, when I'm not doing that, you know, I'm, you know, when I'm not detailing and whatnot, I'm playing around cars and I've been into drag racing and we were into street racing when I was a kid. Um, you know, when I was younger, like, you know, teenager and out of high school, you know, we used to do a lot of drag racing. So the Mustangs, what caught your eye back then though, or was there a reason why? Well, you know, it's like I grew up in the eighties and early nineties, you know, when those cars were, were popular, you know? So it was always, it was like the sound of my teenage years, you know, it was like that, that five Oh Mustang sound was the sound of my teenage years, you know, with the drop top down. So your hair can blow. That's it. That was it. Yeah. Okay. There was even before Marshall Mathers. Wow. You don't know the music to that? The, the, The lyrics to that? I don't know the lyric. I don't know the song. Does the lyrics you're singing? Or the, a white 5.0? No. no I mean. He still has that too, you know. Does he? he probably he should. It probably is worth yeah, it's quite awesome. a bit. Uh, yeah. Vanilla Ice is who's Okay. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. No. Oh. Yeah. I think I saw something with him recently where he was out. He still had a uh, white convertible. I mean, he has to, right? Five O. So he has to. Uh, he has to. How all, can you do? All right. So what got you into detailing? <laughs> What got me into detailing was uh, just, it was a lot to do with going back to like doing street racing. Um, back when, you know, we all had these cool cars, you know, these modified hopped up cars. And um, I had this really cool 1997 Dodge Neon. That we, <laughs> I, I, you laugh, but this car was bad. Like we had a, uh, it was turbo. Um, it was turbocharged. It was a two liter, um, completely built out, had a, uh, two stage nitrous system on it. Um, and this thing we used to take up to a spot here in Connecticut up in, uh, the Newington area. And we would run this stoplight to stoplight and man, we, we heard a lot of feelings. Wow. You heard a lot of feelings. Yeah. We heard a lot of feelings with that car because nobody expected to, uh, get walked by a, uh, Dodge Neon. By a Dodge Neon. I wouldn't <laughs> so, expect to either. Yeah, no. Yeah. 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 I mean, DJ, you pull up to a Dodge Neon. Yeah. I'm just going to look. I'm not even going to look twice. No. But when it purges two, you know, two sprays out the hood and, and you hear this thing wind up, yeah, it's pretty scary. Yeah, so, it's a different story. Much different. We had all our friends with our, you know, with the with our cool cars and Mustangs and Camaros and, you know, Firebirds and whatnot. And, you know, we just, you know, we just always kept them clean. You know, we would, you know, paint dash parts and you know it was just something that kind of came with the territory i guess and then eventually just kind of kept doing it you know over time taking care of my own vehicles having the the mustang you know and you know uh just kind of was it just kind of i don't know kind of felt right you know just kind of the thing to do you know enjoyed it and you know just kind of went with it and so Um, because of that you just said hey i want to open up a detail shop yeah you know it was Sort of, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I had, I'd just been driving truck for so long. I just had, um, I just, you know, I was like, man, I got to do something else. I'm done with this, you know. And I started doing a lot more detail, um, detail work, and and, and you know, like boom, it, it just kind of kind of turned into a bit. Oh, so you were already doing it on and, the side, and and yeah, yeah. Um, you know, here and there, it wasn't for, um, it was just here and there for like friends and kind of, kind of turned into, yeah. All right. Kind of it's breaking basic. up a little bit on the Wi-Fi. Right. I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm going to turn business. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Is that better? Is that better? Yeah. Am I still breaking up? Yeah. Are we good now? Uh, I think we're good now. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, it kind of just, um, you know, it was friends and family, and then, um, and then it kind of just turned into a, uh, um, just kind of ended up becoming a business. Nice. Uh, you know, I said, hey, I think I'm going to take this to the next level, and you know, turn it into a legit thing, and um, and went with it. You know. So, what was the um, first thing you did? When uh, you mean the first car I did as a? No, I mean, so you decided to make it professional. What's the first thing you did? I went in and filed all the paperwork and, you know, set up an LLC, um, you know, got everything, you know, went and got insurance and everything that I needed and, and, you know, got up and got up and running, you know, cause, uh, 
you know, it was just something that we would do, you know, for friends, you know, here and there, just for fun money, you know, if, you know. Beer money, right? Beer money. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, just fun money, you know, just like, and then I said, you know what? Let's, uh, let's take this a couple steps further, you know? So I've been doing pain correction, you know, on, you know, for a while I did attended a bunch of classes and courses and stuff. And then I said, you know what? I think I'm just going to go and, and go with it, you know, All right. and take it, take it a step further and, and see where it goes, you know? Cool. Three years later, here yeah, it is. Yeah. Three years later. All right. Yeah. So how long, right? You open up what day? Uh, March 11th. Okay. Early March at least. Yeah. Early March, did you open up by yourself? Yeah. All right. Yeah. How long until you took on your first team member? Well, I mean, I have my wife, but, um, you know, she, she details with me. <laughs> it's a that's team a member. That's the body. Body. Well, I mean, hey, you know, my, my, when I was married, mine would go out and we would clean cars together a lot of times, or she would go take care of the maintenance customers a lot of times. She would go do the cars. And Jordan and Ryan would sit yeah. there, you know, or, or they would go drop off somewhere. Like, so yeah, we, I get that. I get that. Aisha's help too. I've seen her. Oh, dude, not very much. Well, <laughs> there's like I've seen her. Yeah, yeah, no, like, no, you, no, she's done it like twice. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and the one was a ride along to see how the guys were doing to document systems and shit like that. But oh, okay, not her cup of tea. Not, no, she not. serves other purposes in the business. Yeah, not detailing cars. Hell no. It's that's mine. She um, she takes care of interior work and that type of thing. So what about and, when uh, you all were dating and you were just getting started? Did she? Bro, have, no, nope, no. Nope. Okay, we, I just I mean just that. Nope. Nice. So um, yeah. So I mean, she'll she'll handle that. And then um, we took on the first one. Uh, I gotta say, it was probably a few months ago probably three or four months ago, I finally decided to go outside of just her and I trying to handle everything. And I also do have two friends, two long time friends of, you know, 30 plus years that um, do come along and help out, you know, from time to time. But again, they're my friends. They're my, you know, they're, they're people I've known for a long time. So it's kind of hard to want to bring them in because you don't want to, you know what I mean? You want to risk oh, your friendship, 100%. you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, they will come in and help out when, when we need, you know, and, I'll, you know, they'll ask it from time to time, hey, yeah, you know, you need help or anything like that. So they'll come in and help out. But I, I decided to finally hire my, try to hire my first person, uh, I'd say probably about four, maybe five months ago, back probably. Oh, so around. about two and a half years before you tried to hire somebody. Yeah, I waited that long. Um, and I was overwhelmed. I was swamped. Oh yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was, I was, but you know what? I just plugged along and did what I had to do. And then what I would finally get... put you over the edge. Why'd you find, okay, fuck it. Now I'm going to do it. Like, was there a moment or like just finally build up? Was there a, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was just this year, once the whole thing hit, um, we got so busy. Um, it was just detail. Oh, after COVID. The... COVID made you go hire yeah. people. Yeah, uh, I mean, we've been busy all along. So no, I get it, but we doubled, yeah. you know, volume all of a sudden. Um, and there were other detailers in this area, but I noticed a couple of them have kind of gone away. Mm. So now I think a lot of their clients are not coming here. Um, so I picked up a lot of that. Those guys have kind of gone away. Some of them were younger guys that went off to college and that type of stuff. Um, and I think some of them just went out of business. Some of the mobile guys that were around and now the, the volume is just insane. And I, I'm just one of these, I'm just too nice and I don't want to push people away. I don't want to say, Hey, I literally don't have a spot for you. So sometimes I'll go out of my comfort zone, you know, and, and take people in and, and try to do these impossible details, like in this impossible amount of time by myself, you know what I mean? And, <laughs> and gone. Yeah. we somehow complete it and get it done. But, um, I finally just got so stressed out that I was like, listen, um, I gotta, I gotta do something here. And I, my wife, my wife was like, well, maybe you need to hire somebody. And I said, well, let me try. So I took on a guy. I really liked him. We got along great. He was a good kid, but it just, we took him on a mobile job. Um, myself and m one of my, one of my good friends who helps out. 
Um, I needed three guys on this job. We went to a customer's house and this is a really good customer of mine. We've done probably five or six ceramic coatings for this guy. And he invites us to his house to do the car there. And he just walks up to me and says, that guy, he's got to go. Wow. And I, when he walked up to me, he pulled me aside because he's a business man too. You know, he's a local business guy and he's yeah. really well known. He says, that guy right there, he's no good. He's got to go. Wow. And I said, uh, that's kind of brutal, you know? Um, but it was like, and then I, it, it dawned on me. I had to sit back and, and think about it for a second. So like, what, hey, what happened? Yeah. Why, do you say, why, why did he assume that he was, what happened? What made him say that? Well, it was like, every time I turned around, it's like, I couldn't find him. Like he was, he would just always be out like smoking or something. And I finally like, I, I gave him a simple task to do. And, you know, it was like to clean the front end of this, of this vehicle, you know? And I said, you have literally all day to get this done. Just, just work on this. You know, this is what we need you to concentrate on right here. Just get the bugs off the front end of this car, do whatever you got to do. And it being a disaster and it was like every time i turned around i, I was like looking for him every time and then it, it just i didn't even think about it because I, I, I did this. that we've had those yeah i mean I, yeah. yeah everyone has those everybody has those. It, it wasn't until the you know the customer said to me he's like listen um you know he's like i need to talk to you for a minute and this is a good this is a guy i know really well you know and he's just like listen man that guy's no good for you he's got to go he's like he doesn't fit your your work ethic he doesn't fit your business he's got to go and that was like that was a crushing blow because I really liked the guy and I kind of had to pull him aside after that and say, listen, man, I gotta let you go. Wow. Uh, I, it's like, I, I can't, you know, what was I supposed to do? Like at that point I felt like my quality was slipping. Like if my customer noticed that, you know, maybe the quality of the service was slipping, you know? So I was like, man, I gotta let him go. Um, so I ended up having to let him go. And then, um, and then I brought a, you know, another guy in, and he didn't work out kind of a similar situation and um i just had a guy recently that we brought in to do paint correction and whatnot he's really good um i haven't utilized them um in a few you know in a few weeks in about a week or so um week or two now um but he's really good so maybe he you know maybe he'll end up working out um so far he's been okay he's been working out um and then I've got another guy coming in. Hopefully, uh, he's supposed to come in Friday um, to do a couple of days just to kind of help us out on like Fridays and Saturdays, you know, when things get a little bit busy. How are you, how you, know? are you finding your people? Um, you know, I, I'll, I'll put up a Facebook ad or something like that, or I'll put up a Facebook, uh, you know. Um, most people, I mean, they've just been usually just contractors. Independent. Gotcha. You know, so, so you far, them on, is there like a? Oh no, there's no onboarding. Well, okay, so when you bring them on, no, they're contractors. Can I ask? Yeah, because we haven't gotten. We haven't. When we're they not come in the door. What's your training pool? Do you just you, you just use them for the day essentially? So you just put them on certain tasks, or are you training them to be there more long term? I'm training him to be there long term. Gotcha. So like that other guy, and you know, he, he had worked with me personally for I don't know a couple of weeks prior to doing this other big job. But it was like, he'd already been here several weeks and he had already done tons of cars, uh, you know, interior work and stuff. And it's still like, I was going over things again and still finding like things that should have been routine by that point. You know what I mean? Things that were like, you know, should have been much easier. Uh, maybe I expected, maybe it was me. Maybe I expected too much um, at that point. But I mean, he'd already been almost a month in and I was thinking, you know, these were little simple things to look for. You know what I mean? Right, like, so DJ's point, the reason why he's asking is he's he's going, to, I'm going to speak for him and he'll get mad at me for saying what I think he's thinking. <laughs> Probably, Probably. I have my own damn voice. Right. He, he definitely can. He will right after I'm done. He will right after I'm done. I'm pretty sure what he's thinking is maybe you, this the training. This isn't where we were going at all was supposed yeah. to be in this, in this podcast, but I, I knew where you were going, so... I just wanted yeah. to say that so that then I can go, all right, DJ, go ahead and just lay out what all that you want to say. Because I could tell that your wheels were burning. You were like, hey, I bet you did it. I'm listening to her. I'm listening to, I'm listening to him speak so I can figure out where he's. I mean, just trying to figure out where the. Uh, well, so he's got people coming in. You haven't, you haven't put them down through a process of training, right? Um, 
I mean, it's just me right now doing most of it. So I mean, because we're, we're still exactly where team. you're at. I've, I've been there multiple times over, and I, and I understand. So what I found when when I was in your situation is that okay, like, yep. where's the problem here? Okay, how am I on? How am I hiring them? Where am I finding them from? What are the quality of these kind kind of people? So, um, and then it's like okay, so to me and you, a month of doing the same thing over and over again, like you miss something. Like, dude, it's been you've been here a month. How are you overlooking this? So what we did is we put a checklist in place. So every freaking detail they go through the exact to the, through this checklist until it's just beat down their throat so you've got it on your phone you've got one too right and yeah we um we actually set up a checklist now so are, yes. okay so since then have they has has the training gotten the quality gotten better more consistent or are they just kind of checking the boxes and like my guys do sometimes and don't really aren't really utilizing i think it. i think it's a little bit of both a little bit of both yeah yeah i think um um yeah i mean yeah i think it's i think that's i think it's a little bit of both but i mean the, the the checklist definitely helps and i mean i even had a checklist i had them on little cards at one time like little like laminated cards and one right. of my you know and one of my good friends um we were doing a mercedes and i was um uh, ceramic coating a uh, a car and he was working on an interior on a mercedes for me and i basically laid it out and gave him a card and he was able to follow the card i said just you know let me know give me some feedback on it let me know if this card works for you and he was able to go through it all and he says yeah i liked it it was really nice it was really good i was able to just kind of look at the card i knew where you know my next position and where i had to go do this do this do this do this do this and yeah he got through the car really quick um gotcha. You know, and this, you know, this is somebody who doesn't do it all the time and that system worked. So I just kind of took that and shifted it into my, my software that we use that has a checklist system in it. Very so, cool. um, you know, so, so far, I mean, so I got, I got to get thinking training, like, should well, there be more of an intensive training you're yeah, thinking or what? But the next question really is, is, so are you finding it to when you lose someone, is there a gap? A gap to where you're falling behind can't get more work done and so you're just like scrambling to hire someone you pull someone too quick and it's just just to get someone in the door to help you is that ever an issue when you do lose someone i think that's an issue for everybody i think so um one thing I, one thing we would, do is i'm sorry is no. continually always interview so even if you have someone continue to interview more 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 mm -hmm. people so you always have a gap filled whenever the yep. time comes that there's that turnover period so Mm. That definitely and works. We're always, always hiring, essentially. We're always interviewing someone new. And that's probably what I, I really honestly need to do is just kind of keep somebody in the pocket, you know? At all times. Yeah. At all times, yeah, because um, I don't need a huge team right now because, I mean, we're busy and, and we're, we're – but it's, I wouldn't say it's so busy that I need five guys. But it's busy enough that, you know, I could use at least one or two more people. You know? And then when you have someone in Slack and at least you've interviewed someone, it super impressed you. So now you can bring them in a couple of days a week and they can either mm -hmm. make that other guy that's slacking step his game up or her game up or, mm -hmm. you know, that they step it up. You know, it, it's just that really helps. It's a two-part two, two thing there. You know, they can either going to push that guy out or make that guy do better. And then now you have mm -hmm. two awesome people. I, I, that's just what we've what we've done. It's hard. So we're not finding anyone right now, honestly, in Tulsa, the – Trying to find team members is very difficult mm. right now. I don't know why, but I'm having a very difficult time getting people in here to interview, which is really weird. It's we've never had this much problem trying to get someone to sit down for an interview. It's weird. You know, it's funny too because it's you know another. I mean, because like I still drive truck, you know, um, part time. You know, I still drive it. You know, I still drive full time, um, and you know, and then do this in the afternoons when I get home. Um, and um even that even then they just up their their rate for their warehouse six dollars more an hour plus incentive and bonuses overtime and everything and they still can't get people it's crazy um so weird so, no it's not so weird how much free money the government just gave well, away and we I, wonder I, why I, it's I so hard to find people suddenly that, but it's not weird are they still giving they're not even they're not giving the extra money I, anymore, I mean does it matter they're still on unemployment, even though it's not extra. They still they're on there. Like, I think they just a lot of people have just done nothing for so long. Like, it doesn't make sense yeah. to you or I, but but everybody's seen it. Like across the country, you can't find anybody anymore. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, you know, I, and it's not like we're 
we're buried so deep that these guys are just like, we're killing these guys with work. You know, I could understand if we were killing these guys with work and, you know, overworking them and not paying them, but you know, you know, these guys, they were making good money. I mean, they were getting hourly plus an incentive and, and, you know, you know, a chunk of the job and, and, um, you know, so it's like, they were making good money, but it's just like every time, I don't know, for whatever reason, I just, like, I think it's some of it's me too. It's like, as soon as I think like, a, um, maybe the quality slipping or I'm, I'm getting behind and it's not like a help anymore. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just quick to kind of dismiss people, you know what I mean? And yeah. So the initial guy you had on when your customer told you to let him go, I mean, did, have you, did you see any problems with him prior to that? Or was it just a take your customer in the bias? Cause you know, he's very, you know, I don't know, respect his opinion. You know, it was, no, I mean, I kind of saw the writing on the wall gotcha. going up to that point, And it was just like, he kind of reinforced what I was thinking. Awesome. Cause I, I'd had a little group, you know, I kind of had a little huddle with my, uh, with my other friend that was working with me that day. And I said, Hey, like, uh, this kid, you know, he, he seems to be okay, but you know, I've had a few issues with him here and there. Um, and, uh, you know, just, just keep an eye on him, you know, just help me out, keep an eye on him. Cause my other, the other guy that was works on, uh, does a lot of the polishing jobs with me. He, he's phenomenal. You know, he, uh, he's phenomenal. And, and so is, so is, uh, so is my other friend that comes on. I mean, you know, as far as interior work, I mean, he's, he's fantastic. So, you know, and, uh, so, you know, I trust his opinion too. And I was just like, Hey, just keep an eye on him, um, while we're doing this. And then, you know, he, it's just, I kept noticing things over the day too. And then when my customer said something to me about it, and then, you know, that month leading up to that point too, it was like, you know, I kept having to go over spots and it just seemed like details were taking longer mm-hmm. than they should have. And I expect that when, you know, when I'm going through something and I have to be the only one that's, you know, when I'm training somebody to do something, but these were things that we were doing on a regular basis, like things that should have been at least sort of, you know what I mean? Like you should have grasped yeah. sort of. So, re- so to take it a step further and we've, been through there too i've been in those phases too and still are sometimes with people we took yeah. it a step further and we did like and people call us you know crazy and stupid to do these kind of things but personality type tests and different like strength finders tests to understand who the, these people are and how they right. think and how they're wired and it's much easier to manage them or understand them as a person when you know what's going on in their head so we do uh one of the the uh the strength finders 2.0 there's a top five strengths and you can yeah. tell what their top five strengths are so you know even off that can say, I mean, they're not even really equipped to even be a detailer, essentially. You know, they're just here for, you know, maybe it's just a paycheck. I don't know. But there's just different tests you can you can do that will help you understand who they are. And it takes them half an hour, 15 minutes to half an hour for these things. But they're super helpful tools for you because, essentially, it's a person with the, with its own brain and way of thinking. And it's, they don't, they're not going to think like we think. But if you understand how they think you can better navigate them or know when to kick them out the door if they're fit or if they're not fit or how to feed into their strengths so they can be more uh, passionate about being there in your company. Because at the end of the day, if we just hire someone, they're just there to clean cars and that's, that's it. There's no purpose. But if they're, if you're feeding into their strengths, you might be able to hold them to them a little bit longer, you know? Mm. And I, you know, I think some of the problem too is, is that, and, and I'm sure you've run into this too, is like, you always get the feeling it's like, nobody's ever going to do it as good as you are <laughs> you know well yeah but i mean it but i think at some point i've got to you know i think we all kind of i think i have i i know myself personally i think i have to kind of let some of that go yeah a little bit um and start to realize that like if i keep on doing that yeah i'm probably not going to be able to find anybody because maybe i'm just too particular maybe yeah, I'm too it's figured. like i think i forget so it's like uh so we operated at 10 like all of us own, business owners operated at 10 and like we have to be okay with hiring sevens and eights and nines and know that you're not going to hire another 10 because that 10 is doing something else awesome in their own life some i don't know their their own business owner but we're always going to be a 10 and it's kind of hard to find a 10 but we have to be okay with seven eight nines and we use those and use them in places to where they're okay so if you hire let's say a six which is just someone a grunt laborer they just do wheels and vacuum cars you're happy with them because all they're doing is wheels and vacuuming cars. You don't have high standards on them. But if we hire people and expect them to be a 10 or a 9 at all times, that's when we're going to be always disappointed with the hire. But if we know who we're hiring and their skill set and the capacity that they they can they can work in, 
you're gonna have a much much better time with that person because you're not you don't have high expectations on them. So I I definitely understand your mindset there for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely no. I mean, and that's you know the the personality test too. I mean, that that's um, you know it's definitely a good. Um, that's a good one. You'll love it. You, you'll do your own, and you're gonna be like, "Wow, I didn't know my like." It's it's pretty. You'll go down a rabbit trail of like, it, it'll make I, you better if anything. It you it won't waste your time if, if if anything. You'll you'll get something out of it for sure. I think I might be kind of afraid to know what mine is. You I know, know right? <laughs> I know. It's, it's probably gonna come back with something really hard. <laughs> be like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, and it, I mean it is definitely. Yeah, I mean it's a struggle. I mean, you know, learning how to. I mean it's it's tough too because like you know we're we're busy and since my wife and i are pretty much the only ones here all the time i've also got to train everybody too and still work at the same time you know so it's um it's you know it's tough to, to have to do that train and you know try to still work and do these jobs all at one time too it's not like i can pull the guy aside and just kind of you know i try to if i can but it's not always you know not always easy to do you know so be able to get somebody aside you know uh, you know on a day off or something where we don't have a car coming in because it's pretty much we always have something coming in you know so when you uh, went to those trainings uh what did they teach you like how to polish better and how to do that stuff better did you get any info on on management yeah. or business or anything like that well, you know, it was funny when I was at MTE, one of the big things that I made, uh, I made sure to focus on too, there was to go to, to more of the business oriented ones, yes, not, not so much like, uh, the polishing or I did a couple of those too, you know? Um, so you said you went and took training classes when you started. Yeah. Um, I mean, I went to, uh, yeah, various trainings. I mean, I've been to, and even, even like some of the coding trainings that I've been to, you know, there's always like a marketing section and there's a business section. Um, you know, I went to one of those, uh, I took a training at one of the, one of the schools, you know, um, and, you know, they had a whole bit, a whole day that was just about like, you know, marketing and, and business, you know, um, how to, you know, things, you know, they just, they touched on everything, hiring employees and when you grow bigger and, you know, it was a little bit of everything, you know, but it wasn't, you know, it's, it's like a whole day with everything crammed into it. So it's like a lot of, you know, it's hard to get how to train an employee how to run yeah. a business out of those spend, type like, of trainings week yeah. literally on training someone about business yeah yeah there's no handbook on this either you know there it's really like, isn't it's all real time yeah hey i've heard that before yeah right no it's definitely not a handbook on this and uh, i think if this was easy everybody would be doing it I, i've heard that one before too it's easy to get into yeah. that's for sure yeah it's definitely yeah easy. it's easy to get into until, you get, uh, until it's like you know then the reality i think sets in uh -huh. and it's like well, then, yeah, then yeah. business sets it. Business, yeah, but yeah. Right? It's, it's taking, cheap. which we had said, you know, when we first kind of started, one of the big pushes for the podcast was we wanted to help the community learn how to take our passion and make a profit, right? Because a lot of us get into it very much like what I, you know, I asked you, why'd you get into it? Well, I liked cars. Yeah, I mean, that's 60% at least mm -hmm. of the amount of people that, that come in and the detail is just because they like cars. What's weird is people that get in that have no passion for cars at all. I'm like, well, that's a rarity. See, they just see the business in it. Yeah, that's yeah. a rarity. But most yeah. people get in it because they like cars. I mean, that, I was, the majority sixty is probably even low. But I was going to say that's yeah. You know, but there's probably like twenty or so that just got a job somewhere. Right? Mm. I mean, there's some people that do that, right? Like, oh, I just started working at this car wash, or oh, I just started that. Like, that's how I started. Yeah, right. Yeah. You didn't have a passion for cars. I did. But it wasn't, I don't know if I would have went and did a detailing company out of it either, though. Oh. oh, so you went to the work at the car wash because you liked cars? No, so I went to so Auto Oasis. What? So I went there because, so I lived, where I lived, I didn't have a, I had totaled my car, I was on a bike pretty much, and I had to get, work somewhere around where I could get to closely, and I'm like, I am not doing fast food. So I went, everywhere over there was a car wash. I'm like, hell yeah, go wash cars? Like, yeah, this is awesome. All right. You so, wouldn't be in that 60-something percent. No. Yeah. I mean, either. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, like, I, I had a little Honda Civic, and I was, like, you know, throwing money into it and stuff, but it wasn't. So I was into cars, but, yeah, no, I would be in the 60s. I just don't think I would have, trans, I don't know if I would have transitioned into 
detailing had I not went and worked at a car wash. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that increased my love for cars. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, but that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of people that come into the business literally just because they like cars. Gotcha. That's what he'd say. I, I, I liked cars. Right? And, yeah, I, I love cars. That. That's my thing. Always has been, you know? Yeah. It's always been my, you know, just had this great love for cars and fast cars and speed, you know, driving fast. Yeah. I've always loved just driving fast. How many so, speeding so it tickets makes... do you have? Right now, none. Wow. I haven't had a ticket in probably almost 20 years. That's awesome. Believe so, it or not. So it makes sense, though, right? Like two and a half to three years in, you, you've, you've, met, you've, you've reached a, a point in your business, mm-hmm. right? Your passion yep. turned to, oh, okay, I can do this, and, I can do that, and you need to start cleaning cars. Oh, I'm going to get this person help. I'm busy enough. I'm going to get that, right? That's, I, I just got busy to where I needed people, and I just tried to find people. I did the same thing as everybody else. Oh, I was a friend or and then there was this guy that was at this Bible study I was going to. His name was Chris Love. And, well, he came and worked for a little bit. Then he wanted to partner, and he was going to, you know, but then he flaked out. And then it was just like trying to find anybody I could to help. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just that's the way I was. Like, I, I get it. I mean, your business just reaches a point to um, where it's either maintaining or you had said before you wanted to go to the next level, right? I mean, the next level for any business is – Learning how to bring on team members, which is so I would never want to go back to that again. Like the learning yeah. phase of that is because it's like there's so many different types of people. Like it's just it's so mentally draining to mm-hmm. manage people. That's one of my like I do not like training new people. It's for some some reason I just it's not my thing. I don't have the patience for it. It's, I just can't do it. So I let Jake my like my auto guy. He he trains everyone. I work directly with him, and then he does all that. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. But once you get over that hump and you've got a few under your belt and it's just you, you're keeping them in the pipeline, it's much, much easier. Mm. Yeah, right. so we, have the, we have the one guy working out right now, but, um, you know, he, he comes in and does corrections. I mean, so far he's, he's worked out. So Right, but, I mean, he's kind of part-time. I mean, come on, yeah. man. You really got to develop. I'm just just saying, man, it's just business right. to business. Like, you – the really to, to help those gray hairs, man, and to help the stress level, it'll be a different type of stress, right? Team members bring out a different type of stress, but, but man, to be able to know that you're getting stuff done is a, and, and those times that, that the team members are doing things right. And you have those weeks that shit happens and you go, all right, cool. This happened and this happened. And like, it just, it multiplies, man. It just, it's, it's cool the way it happens. I mean, we, we definitely recommend, Figuring out, you know, DJ's got some stuff. He can send you, you know, we're trying to really help out to, you know, make sure that you can get some stuff to, to get some people coming in, man, because it's so important for you, especially, like you said, 43, man. I mean, how much longer do you think you can go by yourself? I, you're, you're already pretty stressed. You're already pretty burnt, you know, just trying to keep it rolling by yourself. So, yeah. I, you know, you, if you want to stay in it, you know, but like I asked you the other day, you know, I mean, if there's something else you want to do, roll with it, but... Yeah, if you want to stay in it, man, I really think you got to figure out how to do team members. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not. It's not something I want to get out of. Definitely not. I mean, I get my, I have my frustrations, and like I said, it's like <laughs> we all do. Um, you know, you're burning the candle at both ends, and you know, but and you're hoping that 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 is a candle and not a piece of dynamite, and it blows up in your face, you know. But, um, but yeah, I mean, in order to get to that next level, that's definitely something that I have to. Um, that we have to definitely, you know, we have to refine that process and we have to make, you know, we have to nail that process down. And with me just doing, just me being the one, you know, handling most of, you know, 90% of everything right now, I didn't, I think what I, what it was is I didn't think it was going to get this big this fast. Mm. I didn't think we were going to get this busy this fast, you know? Um, But it, it just, it took off and I didn't think it was going to grow as quick as it did. And I, I, and again, I don't think I planned for it to get that big that quick. And maybe that's, and that's probably bad on me that I didn't plan on it and I should have, but, um, and now yeah. I kind of have to scramble to find people, but I no, think that's, that's, that's good because I had a client once tell me a long time ago when I was growing, he goes, don't get too big, too fast. And I'm mm. like, why is that? And he goes, it's just, you, you won't be able to keep up. So what you're saying is that what he's telling me not to do. So, but kudos yeah. for you for growing that fast for gambling like that. That's that's pretty incredible. To have I, these problems now is pretty awesome. I mean, you have all the work in the world, and just, now you have to worry about refining your team member process. That's 
that's a good and after three years that's a really really good spot because I wasn't even at three year three I wasn't refining my team process whatsoever not even close I was just friends family like father-in-law here and there dad cousin brothers like sister someone help today please you know yeah exactly so you're in a good spot yeah i i, I think um I think so, yeah <laughs> you know, i hope you know me, you, me and you from your yeah you are yeah 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 i mean i don't know what happened i don't know what i did or whatever but i i wasn't expecting it to grow as, as quick as That's it awesome. did I, I i expected it to grow at a much slower rate but i don't know if it was COVID or what and and everybody's just panic that one you know but i mean we have done so many cars this year and and it's just not it's been non-stop if you got some even, margin though I, I mean i'd recommend if you have some margin in your i mean you yeah, can now's the time to, to take a little bit of time to step back just a little bit to say no to a lot of people and really focus for just focus on getting these systems in place and then go ahead and ramp it up again because it's okay to say no if, if you can sometimes it's like you've got to keep money coming through because of whatever reason but if you can say no for a little bit they're, they're going to be there. The, the customers will always come back. But just take some time to just figure shit out and not keep – because when you get stuck in that rap, like that that just every single day saying yes to everyone, you're not going to be able to ever ever hone these processes in properly. Even and if it's one day a week, you just don't do shit besides focus on your processes and systems one day a week or a half day a week. Eventually, it'll all be done, and then you can just go full-blown, and you just have to make quick adjustments as you're going through the years. Yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Um, that's definitely something that's possible. It's definitely something that's doable. It's definitely something that awesome. that can definitely be done um, at this point in time in the game. Yeah, I mean, I do have a little wiggle room. I do have, I don't have to take every single job. There you go, man. Uh, something, yeah, spend that time. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I physically can't take every job, you know? Um, and so, yeah, we, I have had to say no. Um, as much as I don't want to, and as yeah, much I as I don't it, yeah. like to, I hate it, but I've had to say no a few times and, and, you know, and move on. Um, but, uh, you know, we have a schedule full of, of work and, you know, that'll keep us, but will still allow me, I think, to, you know, do what you just said, you know, have that time to, to really, you know, get somebody in there and, and sit them down and really work with them, you know? Yeah. I mean, tough. I've got somebody coming in this weekend hopefully you know really kind of passionate about it and we're hoping you know we're hoping he ends up working out even if it's only a couple of days a week you know yeah we bring we bring our first person and i hate it my wife always keeps me on track but because the process works we bring them in and we have them for either a whole day or a half day so they're a half day with her learning all the back end stuff learning our core values why we do what we do all our processes all our systems and a half day in the shop with me just working on a car and it's mm -hmm. just a low-key, slow pace, ease into it. And then we throw them into the fire a little bit after that. Um, but if you have margin to do that as well, it would help them come in and not be, hey, this car's doing my 5 o'clock today. Like, it's just a car that's just going to be there. You have time to work on it. If it doesn't get done, who cares? You're just working with them, training with them. And it's super slow. And it kind of eases them in as you're kind of teaching them about your business, about you and this and that. It's a low-key day. You buy them lunch, buy them breakfast, whatever. And the mm -hmm. next day you start ramping it up, and then they're already accustomed to you and the business and the details, and then you throw them in the fire. You know, and that's even pot that that's possible because see, I have four kids, so, so um, <laughs> that ranks everywhere from three to fifteen, and I have a minivan. Okay, so okay, so the car we do is my wife's car too. So exactly, so we, we'll take the minivan. We'll, we'll, we'll have all kinds of food and crumbs and all kinds all of situations and <laughs> all kinds of situations. I'm spill stuff on the floor and everything. Oh, yeah. And then, um, you know, and then that'll just be the vehicle. We'll bring them in on like a Monday night or something. And, and we'll you just get go through it. points. Your wife's going to love you even more. Yeah, exactly. So love when you hire people. I mean, oh, yeah, only time our car gets clean. Yeah, exactly. Hire somebody else. I need a car wash. There you, you know? go. And, That's uh, literally when our car gets done is when we hire someone. Yeah, right. Yep. I know, it's how it feels it's sometimes. Serious. It's so bad. I get so pissed, I, and I'm exaggerating. I, I, every weekend I go and gut it and do a stupid mm. quick vacuum. Every weekend? No, every other other weekend. Lately it's been, okay, I'm like two consecutive weekends in a row. Two consecutive. So but, that's every weekend? Nope, I said I'm exaggerating a little bit. 
but I'm with you. That's what you should do is the minivan for sure. Because all, all the scenarios there, three to 15 years old, you got everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we've got everything. So we'll, Smells and all. Be, yeah, have them trash the whole thing. And then, you know, I'd be like, hey, we're going to clean it up. We're going to wash it. We're going to do the whole thing. And there's, there's the training moment. There's the training That's process. perfect, man. Yeah, and then there's no then there's no time limit. There's no time exactly. restriction or anything like that. It's and perfect. they've had worst-case scenario on the first day. With no exactly. time restrictions, it's perfect. Absolutely, that's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Cheers. So, yeah, no, I mean definitely, you know. So, so uh, yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, that's definitely a process that could work. I, I could see that happening. I think it's a win-win for everybody too. Yeah, for sure, especially your wife. Yeah, especially yeah, your exactly. wife. Yeah, it's a win-win. Unless so. they don't do the interior good enough, because she's the interior queen. Uh, just do the cockpit area first while he's fresh. That way, it's perfect. Then you start slacking as you get around the vehicle. Yeah, they're gonna have to do a good job too, cause she's pretty good. Wow. So, oh, that's right. Yeah. She's in it. Yeah. Yeah. So she, I mean, she's really good. So they're gonna, they're gonna have to. Yeah, they definitely have to do a good job, cause boy, it's good. Well, it's up to your training. So you. <laughs> you got yeah. All, you got all, all right. day with him. <laughs> well, I mean, I trained her, so I mean, oh, hopefully, you know, go. you know, hopefully. Um, well, yeah, hopefully, hopefully what? I mean, so would you just stick her <laughs> in there and let her let her teach them, or? Yeah, I mean, it's a, that's another possibility, too. I mean, um, for whatever reason, it's like I usually am the one who ends up, I don't know why, I just, I'm the one that ends up doing the training. I get uh, it, but, I mean, if she's graded in tier, why don't you just say, hey, babe? You know, that's that's something we can do. Honestly, you know? yeah, then when you bring on someone, too, it also I mean, it makes it look like you've got a bigger than you are. I mean, you know what I mean? It, it, it's another right. face. It's another face in the business, too, so it's not just you, you, you. So you get taken a little bit more serious. Well, and it frees up the time that you, you know, you struggle with trying to find the time to do it. Mm -hmm. So half of that training yep. could be her. On the know. inside. You could do half on the outside or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You know, because, um, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, and I mean, I don't, I don't know how, if you enjoy interiors, interiors are not like, they're not something I, uh, I'm good at them, but well, I'm not. I, I like I'd rather do an interior of an exterior all day. I'm more of an interior <laughs> guy. Yeah, I do. I, I don't mm. like, I, like coating, polishing all is great because I get just I get to use, like use my brain and like figure the paint out and like. But mm. honestly, I much rather do a, a trash out interior all day long. I don't know. That's just I'm really OCD and but just sitting there polishing paint all day. I just uh, it's not for me anymore. Mm. I'll do it all day. I'm really good at it, but I just if I had to pick, I'll take an interior. You see, that's my thing too. I'm so OCD about interiors though. Sometimes I make myself mental with interiors because it's oh, like I have, yeah. to get, I have to pick every little crumb. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm just like, I've had to oh, retrain myself thing. a lot on that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then I just make myself mental over it. And it's like, I just, I'm like, you know, I got to go. I got to get out of here. I can't do it. You know? Yeah. Um, and then at the end of the day, it's like you're, you're nitpicking little things that, that really nobody's ever going to stay. I can do a whole podcast on that. Uh, situational yeah. detailing is what yeah. it is. Yeah. Like if you're in a time yep. frame and the customer like has to get and you can't get it done, you do all the main focal point areas. So if there's a car seat, you do that section perfectly there. The cockpit, but like third row over here, you can met you can you know kind of barely hit. Like there's ways you can get stuff done. Call me a hack or not, but hey. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I that's my thing though. It's like I beat myself to death with these interiors because it's like I can't let that third row go or you know or, or maybe not go as, as it's like i gotta go 100 percent, or i can't do it at all you know totally good. that's why i think exterior works more for me because it's less net uh, there's less to nitpick on you know i mean there's a lot to nitpick on it but it's not as uh you know it, it, i don't know it's just more straightforward and uh, i don't know that's just how i feel I, I mean i'm just so ocd with it and i think like with the add issue it's just kind of like Polishing works better for me. I get it. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize it was 7.30 already. That's crazy. If you remember, a while ago I go, all right, I know DJ's wheels are turning, and we're going to change this podcast and change it up a little bit. Yeah. And it's already at 7.30. <laughs> that That's happened nice. fast. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So <laughs> Take the pub. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Wesley? Cool, man. Up there. 
Ah, there we go. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's talk about some of the worst team members we've ever had. But not necessarily the team members. What's some of the worst things they ever did? <laughs> I had a few that I would walk into my office and uh, they would have their ass cheeks out. And our balls against the glass. And their balls against the glass. Oh, that's me. That was not Ooh. your worst employee. That was probably your best. Well, remember, I changed it and said not the worst employee, but just the worst things that they did. That was hilarious. I did that the other day. Hey, I just asked a question. You're the one that made the answer. I, <laughs> you must have a guilty conscience about it. You no, spoke I for I just, me. I just think it was. A, Thank you for speaking for me. I, well, you spoke to me earlier, <laughs> so I just figured I would return the favor. <laughs> so my worst thing was DJ standing on a table with his ball sacks out and his butt cheeks out. Ball sacks? Yeah. Oh, not. Uh, just one. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> I don't even think I, I don't even know. Like it was some like, movie, waiting, uh, waiting. and oh, it was waiting, some yes. game. <laughs> yeah, it was some game that they did in the movie. We all know Derek's done it. We know at least five times. Uh, and uh, and I would walk in the office all the time, and there would be some random. There was the bat. There was the goat. There was so here's the, the worst one for me. The goat. The goat. Yeah. yeah. The goat. So I was talking. Yeah. To, so there's a glass glass wall right or glass yeah wall right here and i'm standing here and the client's in front of me and then thomas is behind the glass with his balls smashed against it while i'm talking to a client and if i if i break a smile laugh or anything and that client turns around as a company we're in some shit like we're in we're in a lot of trouble so i have to hold it together while he's just laughing his ass off literally right behind this lady with his balls against the glass like welcome to the car wash world <laughs> I will never forget that. Like, that was ridiculous. That was ballsy. What? Really ballsy. That was very true. <laughs> uh, what are some other fun things that they did? I I would say though one of the 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 worst things was from a guy named Strumpet. Oh God. And uh, yeah, I don't know how he got that nickname, but Thomas, Thomas or one of them yeah. gave yeah they gave him this nickname Strumpet and. Uh, one time he goes, and we put him out in the detail shop because he was a little OCD, and for some reason, sometimes he could clean some stuff, but he was on his medication well, the right way. Medication. Yeah, <laughs> he would let us know too. Like, yeah, and he'd let us he'd know. He'd have to leave to get his medication, like, and no. go to his appointments, and yeah, he's. It's it was weird. Uh, but he uh, he one time sprays tire shine all down the side of a vehicle, and I'm working on this Ooh. other car. You know, and he's like, hey, Marty, hey, I got this new, you know, he's like, man, we're blah, 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 you know, blowing it up, man. It's the most amazing, you know, I, we're never going to have to wax a car again. And I'm like, shit, what did he find? Like, he, he found something amazing. I walk over, and I'm like, okay, man, what's up? He's like, watch. And he takes tire shine and rubs it on the paint. <laughs> he's like, look, man, look how glossy it is. That's just like, oh. Okay, man, uh, oh, no. let's take that off. And I do not please ever do that ever again. <laughs> God yeah. damn. Yeah. He couldn't have been the worst employee. It's, remember I said one of the worst things. Oh, okay, sorry. Because I decided to not just Nailed call it. out people <laughs> and decided to just, you know, more like things. Right? Like, what are some of the worst things that people have done? Yeah. What's any that you've had, Jason? You know, I've only had a couple, so... None of them really done anything quite that outrageous. I mean, nah, I, I can't say that. I know I'm going to be kind of boring here, but I don't think they've really done anything too yeah, crazy. Man. Um, so I mean, like, really they didn't fall asleep next to you while you're driving down the road and you had to keep waking them up and keep telling them? I mean, they haven't like told you they have a license and then they didn't have a license or that they could drive? Um, and they could, you know, they've never done anything? I mean, I, I've got a ton of like wacky driving stories. You know, like you know, uh, you know, wacky truck driver stories, but you know, um, oh, but not, know yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> not that, uh, not that pertain to the, uh, the detailing business though. Um, you know, what's I some mean, of the crazy things your people have done? Uh, speaking of team members and keeping people like we, we landed this one big group account at one point and it was like, I don't know. 15, 20 cars, one location. Like, it was one of our first ones we've ever done, so it was a huge deal for me. 
Uh, and then one of my team members just like walked, turned a corner, and never came back. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm just like, have you guys seen Jamel? Like, and they're like, no, I haven't. And I'm like, okay. Um, and I'm freaked because we're like against, like, I'm trying to impress this company. Like, we're going hard. There's too many cars to do for the amount of people we have. There's not enough hours in a day to get it all done. And, like, he just walks and turns the corner. So, like, yeah. And it was our second time bringing him back on, too. And he was, like, he wasn't a friend, but we became kind of, like, like you don't do that to somebody. And he just turned the corner and really never came back. And it, that was just the most bizarre thing that ever happened. <laughs> and no, so, we never found him. Nobody even. Nobody did, no, we never heard from him again. <laughs> did you guys drive him there? Like you drove him to the yeah, job? Yeah. And he, he just, and then he just, just never came back. Bro, he he turned the corner, dude, and literally never. Came. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> so we just love the joke. Is like he turned the corner, man. Like the whole time we're like, hey, was bro, that? he just turned the corner on us, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> dude. It's like that. Uh, it's like that scene in half. Up, Nick? Like you're cool. You're cool. You're cool. I'm out of here. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Know? you. Fuck yeah. you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Is that the same movie? Hold it's on. the old lady. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. Who's going to the public? Who's going to get drinks? I hear his voice. Yeah, I hear Nick. Nick, you okay over there? Okay. All right. So. Yeah. Uh, any uh, anything you guys want to talk about? We'll close down the official podcast. Uh, like I said, it took a little different turn, but it was all good. We knew that it was probably some good information, and since it went by that fast, you know that was, uh, yeah, that was super great. Uh, Jason, thank you for um, thank you for hopping on. Thank you for taking the time to share with us. Love for you to stay on to the community pub, hang out. I know you can't drink any beer. But yeah. uh, but drink some water. Um, but uh, any uh, anything team member wise that uh, would be encouraging on why we should all continue to uh, go find team members. Uh, well, I mean, I think my. I mean, at at the end of the day, it's like you know, it, it's kind of like if. if if somebody tells me I can't do something, it's like it makes me want to do it more. So it's like I feel like if I if if I don't have a um, if I don't get team members and I don't and I'm not able to expand out to where I got to, to where I want to be, it's like I, I'm gonna feel like somebody told me I couldn't do it and I didn't do it. You know, I, I'm gonna feel like I failed. You know, or something. So that's just gonna be the motivation and the push to just keep going and and keep trying to get somebody in here because. I don't want to feel like at the end of the day, you know, maybe I didn't try hard enough or, or, you know, it, it just goes back to that. It's like somebody telling me I can't do it. And that, that drives me insane. Like if somebody says I can't do something, it just makes me want to do it more. So, and, and, you know, having, not having the luck that I'm, I'm having here or that I've had recently, um, you know, it's just, it's just motivating, I guess. It was frustrating. It made me want to, you know, walk away at times but i think now it's just motivation i think that's what i need to do is just, just stay focused refine the process and, and move forward you know and expand out and, and hopefully get into that bigger building bigger shop that we want and, and you know and, and just and just keep going you know no it's it's people that'll take you there man that's what it is so once you once you get that honed in yeah you're you'll be good you'll have to refine it as you go but people is what gets it's it's people that get us to the next level so if we focus on them first like their priority and we take care of them we're always going to win as long as we move forward thinking so that's great yeah definitely definitely awesome uh jason where do people find you on social at showshine solutions on instagram and facebook and uh that's it i mean those are the only two social medias i use cool yeah you know all right, cool, man. Thank you for the time. Uh, we're going to hop over to the community pub. And um, DJ, where do people find you on social? Uh, you can find me at DJ Patterson on all platforms. Instagram is my preference. Cool. Yourself? Cool. Uh, you can find 
me at Total Auto Solutions or shoot me a text, 918-800-1188. Would love to have a beer with you. If you want to hop on to the community pub anytime on Wednesdays at 7.30 for what, you know, 30 minutes, 45, sometimes it goes a little longer. Hop in, have a beer, hop back out, people come and go. Love to have a beer with you. The uh, Pints of Polishing crew as a whole, you can find uh, John, DJ, and I at Pints Polishing on Instagram or Facebook uh, or TikTok. Some, not much. I've slacked on the TikTok for uh, for the podcast page. I just now realized that. That got put over to me, and I've, I did it okay for like two weeks, and I completely forgot about hey, man, it. It's okay. Well, I forgive you. Thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. the forgiveness. So, uh, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we are going to hop over now to the community pub, and uh, hope you guys have a great week. All right. Thank you so much for listening to that episode, and let me just ask a favor. If you got any value out of it, right, maybe there was just one little nugget that was good for you on the inside, was good for you on the outside, hey, whichever way you tickle, right? Uh, any little bit of info that you got value out of, would you please go share that with the rest of the community? Go onto the community page on Facebook, go onto any of the other Facebook groups and just say, Hey, here's a great little nugget that I got from the pints and polishing podcast. I know the community would love to hear it. I know we would love to hear it. And I know there's a lot of other detailers that could also gain the information. So, Hey, be active, be a part of the community. Let others know what value you're getting out of the podcast. Hey, this is Marty, Total Solutions. Make it a great day. Ooh.